0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to watch or listen to this thing. Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me, as always, is... Chris Weir.
1: I'm right here. You can see me on your TV or phone, whatever you're watching on. Oh, or laptop? Yeah, we can do that too. No, no. definitely not a laptop. Uh, <laughs> you shut it.
0: <laughs> shut it down. And no iPads either. Yeah, and no Ugh. cricket wireless. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. What are you doing? No cheap 5G for anybody.
1: Yeah, you got more important things to worry about. Like, where are your kids? <laughs> where, are your kids? Where, are your kids? where are your kids? Where are your kids? With Wanda Franco yeah perfect segue <laughs> hey how about that come on how are you pal i'm pretty good dude nice it was a good weekend yeah it was. it was a fun one uh
0: we got to do a show together we did we got to do a show together on thursday in louisville which mm-hmm. was a
1: delight Had it was few people who've, who listened to the pod come out yeah thanks to the people that came on out that was super cool saw a lot of friends uh friends of the pod and uh awesome bar gravely was really tight a lot of fun different atmospheres and very eclectic uh jukebox yes oh great jukebox a lot of modest Mouse b-sides yeah uh i heard a song from sad sappy sucker and that's just something you never really hear that's so you know you're at a great brewery yeah (laughs) i have no idea what's on the radio right now (laughs)
0: it's so hot out and i'm so sad for
1: some reason <laughs> yeah my teenage angst kicked in <laughs> drank extra hard yeah they had a big sign that said no float on <laughs> yeah <laughs> although specific. someone i think someone did play something from that, that album although it's, it's still a good one it's still a good one
0: great album can't go wrong can't go wrong uh yeah i i i, I told you my modest mouth story yeah. Remind me of that? So movie that when we went and saw him last year, oh, yeah. uh, the lead singer is known for being very drunk when he performs, which, awesome. Good for you. Mm. Well, the, the whole thing was this time it was his hometown in Portland. He wasn't hammered uh, until the encore. He comes back out. He's in a little bed. They get through the, the three, song, three or four songs. And then when they shut it down, they're waving. He grabs the microphone and points at the person in the front row. And, and they're in a wheelchair. And he goes, they're faking it. They're faking it. Take his parking spot. He's faking it. And everyone's like,
1: what? And uh, Isaac Brock has like a notorious high-pitched lisp. So i got to imagine that was really funny <laughs> hearing that, too. The lisp with him drunk is wild. It's either that, either it's wild or it just fixes it and you just talk some more.
0: I'm telling you from the experience, it does not fix it. Okay, okay. It's it sounds like he got stung
1: by more bees. Oh man, he's just like trying to say with marbles in his mouth.
0: Oh god, it's like he emptied a whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he broke a gumball machine, and was like, I think I can catch him.
1: Love that band.
0: They're so great. But, yeah, they're they're hit or miss live because he can be too drunk.
1: Yeah, I've heard that.
0: So, but we got to see, like, they got to see the best of both shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sober and then hammered.
1: Yeah. And then attacking people in the front row who are disabled. (laughs) Come on. That's great. That that's Portland to me, baby. Yeah, jean jackets and claiming the people have
0: fake disabilities. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, then we did uh, the Yacht Rock Friday.
1: Oh, we, that was a great. Got the hat on. That was a really fun one. They they won that one on a CES walk off, and boy, the uh, band afterwards really. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with them. I was not expecting much from them, and they rocked my yacht off. <laughs> hardcore gotten, baby yeah dude they truly they i mean there were points where
0: you could close my eyes and i'm like that is boston
1: yeah it was like a lot of like uh loose fabric like mm-hmm. a lot of dan flashes material <laughs> alicia was saying
0: yeah
1: uh yeah and a lot of tight jeans it was fun a lot of people in that band they could barely move around on that stage it was like 12 or 13 people up there rocking out oh
0: yeah i, I mean those pants were so tight no fart could leave mm-hmm just creep on up the back yeah yeah. as soon as they get off stage there's someone with surgical scissors to cut them out of their levi's it was awesome and then the fireworks
1: with the last two songs yeah that was really fun
0: captain tag giveaway
1: yeah and that band like they had like the the reds made a special around their music that they were doing whether it was you know covers or not that's pretty fun Yeah, it's it's so fun Yeah, that was an awesome night It was a blast Uh, My favorite was we were just
0: going off And there was like that guy Like three rows in front of us With his wife or whatever And his kid And his arms were folded the whole time Because we were dancing, screaming Having a good time And he's just like
1: They're ruining what I have left (laughs) Sorry, sir I mean, it's just the Pina Colada song It's fine (laughs) I love (laughs) shrimp That's what I came here for (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I pissed
0: Alicia off by the end of the weekend because I kept saying my uh, my yacht rock joke. What was that? Which is uh, which? No one got it. Which I'm fine with. I'll live in that space because the reference was too good. Mm-hmm. I said it's not truly yacht rock until Natalie Wood falls off the riverboat in center field. See, I don't get it. I don't. Know, I don't I'm not sure if I know who Natalie Wood is exactly she was uh, She was an actress in Mm -hmm. the late 70s early 80s around that time and she went sailing with Christopher Walken and Oh, I forget the other guy's name. He's a famous actor as well. Yeah Uh, Now I'm gonna Google Natalie Wood and guess what buddy? It's gonna be the first thing that pops up when I click Natalie Wood See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Natalie Wood died November 29th, 1981, Pacific Ocean near Santa Catalina Island. Cause of death, drowning. Ugh.
1: She fell over? Yeah. Uh,
0: And uh, supposedly it was uh, Robert Wagner who did it.
1: Robert Wagner, what? Knocked him over? Yeah, knocked her off the boat. Oh, really? I thought it was like a case of listening, like, foreigner too hard. Yeah, 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 you're, you're right. My bad. It was, yeah. was rocking way too hard. Yeah, at that point, they stopped believing. Or <laughs> that <laughs> mm-hmm. Journey?
0: That is Journey, but I'm going to let it slide because it's it's it the all same fits. Man. It all blends together.
1: Yes. I don't think the drummer or the rhythm section had to change what they were doing that whole time. No, nope, nope. It was great.
0: Yeah, and so, I
1: mean, that's a great one, Yacht Rock
0: slash tragic unsolved mystery. Mm-hmm. Joke, and everyone's like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Ah, I guess I'm I'm 55. I guess I'm in like my 60s at this point." But now now I'm the only one. Now you know.
1: So now I think about that all the time. So
0: now, yeah, next time they have a yacht rock review at Great American Ballpark, and I point and I start, you'll be like, "Man, I understand that reference."
1: Yeah, I'll get to laugh. I'll nod at you.
0: will you give me a tip the captain's hat
1: yeah exactly i'll make a reference like i'm falling over you know <laughs> shouting sos oh did schwarber just did yeah kyle schwarber
0: Oof. is on fire the phillies are steamy right now dude yeah was it nine to two oh i'm at ten to so, two my goodness <laughs> well, we're watching the we're watching the phillies and giants play
1: yeah, there's no reds tonight uh there is some uh hurricane uh earthquake going on out there and flooding yep. so hurricane hillary mm-hmm just out there causing a ruckus in her pantsuit lock her up Lock her. <laughs>
0: up. <laughs> oh everyone's like oh it wasn't that big of a deal but it was a shit ton of rain did you see dodger stadium yeah that was uh, it was like an island it was
1: uh, you couldn't get in there so
0: yeah I bet that the dudes who are in uh, San Francisco, who are out in McCovey Cove, who catch the balls, they just, like, jetted on over, and they're like, oh, yeah! (laughs) This is pretty tight. (laughs) I feel at home! (laughs) I didn't even need to drive the boat in. (laughs) (laughs) They're all wearing these Reds Captain hats, too, for no reason. Yeah, why not? It was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we haven't heard anything, if anybody got hurt or whatever, but it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like it was uh, not that big of a deal, but... They couldn't, uh, they couldn't aerate the field in Anaheim.
1: Yeah, bummer, but uh, probably much needed a day off. More so for a reflection, I yes. think. Yes.
0: Uh, speaking of reflection, we need to actually look a little bit into the
1: future. Let's do it, buddy.
0: September 2nd, Binsky's Bar in Camp Washington. Live new nasty boys at 1.30 p.m. before the Cubs Reds game on Saturday.
1: Yeah, coming at you. That's it, gonna be a fun one.
0: It'll be great. We're gonna have Danny Rocket from the San Ranto Pod. So it's a Reds Cubs meeting of the Mines in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do our thing. They're gonna we uh, we're in talks with having um Skyrosa Malort
1: Luges. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. We have the technology. It's just a matter of uh, logistics at this point. Yeah, we
0: can build it, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Depending on how much you like Malord or not. I love it. But I think I maybe had it one time. I gave it to you. Yeah? Okay, yeah, I did have it. That sweet, sweet gasoline? Yeah! Yeah. I can do that again. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. Especially sliding down a Skyrosa.
1: Yeah, that's a, that'll be awesome. I can't see that going wrong at all. No, no, not one bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't have a little thing
0: of chili get lodged in my throat while sucking it down.
1: Yeah. Are we going to mix chili with it?
0: Oh, yeah. So what we're going to do is it's going to be a Skyrosa. Okay. And you hold it up, and then someone pours Malort down mm-hmm. the Skyrosa, and basically you're using that to shoot the Skyrosa, and then you chase it
1: shoot the Malort, then you chase it with the Skyrosa. I can't wait to take that little still image of you <laughs> just a second ago, showing, what are we doing there? <laughs> oh no. You got to cup the Skyrosa. You got to
0: cup it. You got to get it behind it a little bit. Yeah, You yeah. got to do like one of these.
1: <laughs> Dust off the back ashtray. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, it's going to be awesome, 1.30 to like 3, um, Danny's in the Bleacher Bomb Band, and they're going to play like, he does like punk Cubs songs
1: cool that should be fun
0: it'll be super fun so it'll be a great time we're gonna do some giveaways and all that fun stuff so be on the lookout not this coming saturday Next saturday mm-hmm. so yeah uh, natalie
1: wood made me think of that yeah that's always good <laughs> natalie wood september 2nd september 2nd don't drown come on out <laughs> drown in Chile. yeah drown and drown in my with us drown your sorrows in mm, and Malord.
0: i can guarantee you Binsky's is the only bar in Cincinnati, Ohio that serves Malort out of sh- out of uh, ashtrays. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, Very awesome. excited. Are we gonna plug it again at the end? You bet. Absolutely. Uh, let's 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 fucking launch right into it. Novi Marte is with the Cincinnati Reds.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the future is now. <laughs> it's now,
0: and it's because they made they had two routes to go, which was trade a little bit of your future to build a contender now or just say hey the future's now our plan hasn't changed and everyone's going to play so they went with the
1: latter yeah the baptism by fire route uh definitely more entertaining so that's pretty cool yeah sink or swim well and that's the the only options so i'm glad he's here was that another natalie wood reference (laughs) come on is that her name okay yeah you nailed it i'm gonna call that back later (laughs) oh natalie wood
0: you know uh but no i mean yeah i mean he his first his uh first bit of action was he was a pinch runner and took off and stole a base
1: yeah it was pretty cool it was a double steal and i think they said before that because he arrived like late it just didn't really get much sleep didn't have you know it wasn't wise to have him start but still got in yeah which huge i mean that's that's awesome that like Mm -hmm. i when he got called
0: up i looked at the lineup and i was like oh he's not why is he not starting? And I didn't know that, that he was like, I
1: couldn't go night-night, so. Yeah, I mean, it's a real serious thing. Yeah. I'm running on three hours of sleep. hmm And I'm here. I'm doing the whole thing. Yeah, normally I can play uh, high competitive baseball, but uh, now that <laughs> I've had, you know, my only three hours. I need more than that. <laughs> I need more. Yeah,
0: well, I, do, I, can do a, I can do a highly competitive podcast on about four and a half hours of sleep.
1: Yeah, Not I free. think I need <laughs> at least 5 otherwise I get like a little crabby. You you do? You definitely I've, I <laughs> I there have been moments where you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've passed out before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna be look we're gonna be talking about Brandon Williamson's last start and you're just gonna be
1: yeah I'll get there yeah right, I think I got about seven hours I'm good you're good you got, well we also have your CPAP under here yeah so. I'll pull that out later every <laughs> time every once in a while we go to a break I gotta pull that out get a couple of hot breaths in
0: got a couple a hot steamy breath so mm-hmm. I can just get a quick five-minute slumber mm-hmm. one thing I learned did I tell you and I, I can sleep with my eyes open no. Yeah, I learned that in high school. Oh, really? It's like the only thing I learned. Oh, well, that's
1: creepy. I gotta keep an eye out for. I'll keep an eye out for that. Come oh, on, come let's have on. You, there. you and Natalie, would make that joke. oh stop it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but overall, they have decided, you know, trial by fire, sink or swim, and there's uh, and this is it. I mean, when you had on Sunday, CES at first, McLean at second, Elliot short,
1: Marte at third, that's what it's going to look like for at least four more years. Yeah, that was like kind of like the big sea change. You looked out there and saw like, okay, this is what we've been talking about, and it, it's here. You know, you look across the infield, all rookies, and you feel pretty good about your odds with that. So it'll be great to see how Marte um, develops with uh, this group of guys now.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting, to, yeah,
1: for sure to see how
0: it develops. And especially when, like, hey, it's, it's the dog days of August, and then we get to launch into a September chase. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just like...
1: We need you to figure it out. If not, then guess what? We're not making the playoffs. Yeah, and this will be, you know, regardless of the outcome for this season, which are still in a great position to make a run for the playoffs, which they are, next season is just going to make it that much more of a good jump start for this group, having had that experience now when games actually matter. Yeah, and you get to
0: look and you go, all right, we got all the boys up. We got all of our spots filled. What are we gonna do in the offseason? Like, what free agents are we gonna chase? What trades are we gonna make? Who do we feel most comfortable about, most comfortable with, where they belong, where they sit, whatever, Um, and what position they play, and how can we get better and get more depth in somewhere we're lacking? Uh, And I think we'll talk about that a little bit later.
1: But right now, it's just no Kevin Newman. So, here we are. Yeah, it's great. And David Bell already said that Novelli Marte is his everyday third base moving forward. And I thought that was a pretty powerful statement. Uh, he's usually plays it pretty close to the vest. So I, I like that uh, commitment. Yeah. I mean, he, they literally have no other choice because
0: they said, we're building towards the future. It is now. And if you were to bring him up and then send him back down, that would be just be a waste waste of time. Everyone's time. Oh, most for sure. importantly, his. And his
1: opportunity to, 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 to develop. Man. It's all right. I'm off today. That's all right. Have one of these uh, brewskis we got from uh, Gravely. Pretty nice. Oh, I think I, it was a hazy debaser hazy IPA. That's some really nice beers there. Debaser?
0: Hardly newer. Ah, come God. on. Uh, I finished all of mine. I brought home already. Oh yeah? How was it? Oh my God, the Italian pilsner. Mm-hmm. It, it was so. Was that the award-winning one? No, that was the sprocket. That? Oh yeah, I had one of those. That was really good. God, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not awesome. Wander bon Franco is probably going on the administrative leave list.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, I was just getting up to speed with this, but uh, it's just getting uh, not that better. It's getting murkier
0: and murkier. Like it came out according to the New York Post, this guy's been married forever. Like, I, well, not forever. This I, I, that's that's in, in a terrible way to put that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's been married uh he's 22 she's 21 they have two kids they had one in 2018 and one in 2022 i guess they've been married since 2018 Mm -hmm. happily together they bought a 1.5 million dollar home in tampa okay that doesn't change the tweets or anything that came out but at the same time it's like
1: this is wild Yeah, it was uh, information we didn't have, like, previously. And I guess, what does that make him? 2018, if it's 23 or no? Five years. He's 20. So, was he 18, 17? And she was 16 when they got married? Yeah. 17, 16? I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it. But uh, it's just one of those things like, oh, we didn't didn't know that. No. It's kind of like that whole thing
0: when the stuff came out about Kevin Spacey. And then then he was like, I'm gay. And it's like, we all knew
1: this. (laughs) Yeah. That's not the important part here. (laughs) (laughs) The important part is... The kid did. He's like, all right, you got me. I was married. <laughs> to
0: a man. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, all right, Cav, calm down.
1: Go back to this being Frank Underwood, you creep. Yeah, it's so not sure if there's some smoke and mirrors here just dusting up some other stuff. But, I mean, this is an ongoing situation. Yeah. So, And now so- uh, MLB is working with a division of the Dominican Republic Police
0: Department and a Justice Department that Focuses on minors and gender violence, and the judge, who's a child abuse specialist, are handling the case according to Jeff Passon.
1: None of those words are good. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, if you're Wander Franco, that is uh, not a good position to be in there. So, I mean, hopefully they figure out, uh, get to the bottom of all this, because uh, that's uh, a lot of horrific sentences back-to-back. Yeah, there. but we don't want Wander getting to the bottom of anything. Very <laughs>
0: hey, true. Uh, more bad stuff will happen. Yeah. But what's interesting about this whole thing is that uh, Junior, God, I know I'm going to say his name wrong, Caminero. It sounded pretty good to me. Junior Caminoto is the, I don't know, sixth best prospect in baseball. The Rays' number one prospect. He just got moved to double A. Mm-hmm. Guess what position he plays? I don't know. Shortstop. God damn it, they did it again.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this almost seems like the situation when uh, in Cincinnati they killed Harambe <laughs> and then they brought up Fiona. They called him up. Yeah, this, Billy's got a nice joke about that. Oh, thanks, pal. Yeah, and yeah. just kind of like put a, brush that under the rug there. That didn't happen. Then what are you, you talking, talking about? No, we got this like real young hippo over here. Yeah, yeah. isn't that cute? Is that cute?
0: No, we didn't. We don't didn't pay no mind to that kid. <laughs> yeah, don't pay mind to the kid or the or the gorilla rug we made mm. <laughs> in the birthing room. Mm. Is not a beloved animal from the Cincinnati Zoo. No, no. But it's like, dude, it's almost like they knew and they were like, oh, yeah. I guess we gotta get ahead of this. Yeah. That, or they just drafted the best possible player and they're really good at development and they are just becoming a juggernaut. Or they've been, I mean, they've been a juggernaut
1: with developing talent, but just like e- having even more foresight. Yeah, that's pretty fun, but not nearly as entertaining as the idea they're doing it just to like keep us oh, in a way, trying to serpentine away from the truth. <laughs> trying to hide from uh, the repercussions of this that's right
0: they're like hey we didn't know this at all or this is a conspiracy made up by the tampa bay rays to void out his contract Mm -hmm. so they don't have to pay him get that money back and get younger talent up quicker
1: Whatever they do, I think the next thing they need to do to distract us from this is bring back the Devil Ray's old uniform, that nice, bright deal. They did that. Yeah, but for, for good. Get that one out. <laughs> I don't like the, the one. I of... like it. Well, they wore them every Home Friday. Oh, for real? Okay, thank you. Yeah. they they <laughs> Well,
0: they knew that you wanted it. Yeah! yeah! And, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, then I'm good, then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The front yeah. Uh, the front office tweeted, and they tagged you in the tweet announcing Oh, is it. that what was going on,
1: guys? I'm sorry. I wasn't really paying attention. Well, all, all my uh, needs have been met. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> they only follow 17 people on Twitter. You're one of them. That's crazy. I don't use it that much.
0: <laughs> sorry. X. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's Jesus what it's Christ. called now.
0: You know, getting in front of it, bringing up younger talent. What's very interesting about this is that the ownership group, Kind of kept their mouth shut. Mm -hmm. One owner who has not kept his mouth shut. Oh, God. John Angelos, dude. What a dumbass.
1: What is it about people that have a lot of money that think that they have the ability just to talk and it just sounds right? Or just not come (laughs) off as a dick, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, normally all the people that
0: I pay who work for me, when I say this stuff, nod. Yeah. But I don't have to fire it into the general public. But when I do,
1: I bet they'll love it because I'm rich. I'm wearing a $3,000 suit. You understand. (laughs) Do you get it? No, you don't. (laughs) The pinky ring I'm wearing
0: costs more than it did to birth your second child. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over my cufflinks. Oh, do you hear that tick tick tick? Yeah, that's my fucking Rolex.
1: It's made out of cobalt. <laughs> it was mine. it was made from slave labor. <laughs>
0: slave labor. Yeah, it's made out of West African child skull. <laughs> you, you can kinda hear a hollow. You can hear the screams when you put it close. <laughs> you click
1: it together, you put it up to your ear, you can't hear that hollow scream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the same hollow scream that Natalie Wood had when hitting that water off that boat. Nailed it, but dude, he's so the whole thing that he said, this dumb shit, dick bag. Went out, you know, the Orioles having a, one of the best seasons they've had in a long time with a young core, very similar to us. Yeah, big difference though. They went out and got a starting pitcher when they needed it. Novel concept, wow, right? Crazy. I know. <laughs> but he came out and he was like, "Yeah, well, these guys are going to be good. So they're going to be good for a while. We are going to, we're going to have to pay them." He said. Let's say we sat down and showed you the financials for the Orioles because people care about how much money rich people are spending
1: when they come and pay for entertainment. This is such a classless thing. No one would just sit down and talk about finances to this degree when it's unnecessary. This is someone just trying to justify their position in life so they just talk about all this stuff. Like, look, this is the thing we gotta do here. I gotta do this thing here. And it's like, dude, your job could be automated within a fucking month. Shut up. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, if I pull up this pie chart, I could bore these people to death.
1: Yeah, I could pay like a 19-year-old kid and he could figure out how to do your job twice as good. God. He said, to follow that, you will quick
0: you will quickly see that when people talk about giving this player 200 million, that player 150 million, we would be so financially underwater that you'd have to raise the prices massively.
1: Shut the fuck Even if that were the case, why would you talk about it now? It's just like you're just trying to add noise. You're trying to like contribute to what's going on here. It's just, it was unnecessary.
0: Yeah, you know what you could have said instead? We're in first place. Look how much the Yankees spent.
1: Yeah, we're doing great right now. Aren't these kids fun to watch? Gee golly, we got a fun time at the ballpark. See you out there, fans. Yeah, and I'll be right next to you. cheering on our team instead of like owner explaining to people like uh, how money works and finances oh imagine being married to this piece of shit yeah
0: just like the mansplaining that would have to happen Mm -hmm. so how this door works is that I turn the knob sweetheart actually I don't do that Jeffrey get the door What a
1: schmuck. Exactly. Schmuck, yeah.
0: Schmuck. I mean, and he already had that incident with Kevin Brown, who did nothing wrong. Yeah. And you follow it up with this, your organization is magnified right now because of how bad you were for so long. <laughs> and the plan is coming together, and it's working, and you can't get it, even get out of your own way. <sighs> think about this. Think about how well the Reds are doing.
1: Yeah. Have we
0: heard anything from
1: ownership? No, not in a while. I think they learned.
0: Yeah, you shut the fuck up and you take the cash in that's coming.
1: Go figure Baltimore, shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> oh, the
0: craziest thing about Baltimore. It's on a harbor <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Oh man, you knew I Natalie would. Uh, come on. But yeah, I mean, it's just embarrassing. I feel bad for Orioles fans. They got put through the shit for so long, put through the ringer, and then this $1,000 haircut just opens his face
1: full. Dude, idiot. Idiot, buffoon. <laughs> just old, rich, white dudes. You to grab me another one of those, uh, yeah, do that. uh, Gravely beers? I got you, pal. Thank you, dog. You're I so nice.
0: I got babe. Yeah, of course. Hey, I'm here to help.
1: Yeah, you are. I'm always here to help, but
0: man, God. But on on the on the bright side, we did have one of the most fun games on all of the MLB on Sunday night with the Little League World Series MLB
1: game. And I'm sure you're excited about it, (laughs) oh buddy! I am (laughs) thrilled. You know a lot more about this, so that's what you take the wheel. So
0: they got kids there. They got a lot of kids. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, you're my husband.
0: They got a lot of kids. They're mm. playing baseball. But yeah, the Williams, uh, Williamsport or Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. Williamsport. Found it. Uh, they have the they have the, you know little weak little no the widow weak widow series mm-hmm. and uh, they have the a big league team come and close out a series there they have the Phillies and the Nats there you know the players go out And hang out with the kids and uh, smell their hair smell their hair no big deal yeah yeah, yeah. they like they're like hey can I, can I have your sweatband <laughs> can, I get, can I get your shirt let me change. <laughs> Yeah, so are you going to use those socks later or what? what what's what's one of
1: those socks? What's the story in those?
0: How's the elasticity
1: in the belt? Can I mm. put it
0: around my neck?
1: I think I can smell it from there, too. Oh, man, there's a reason why we have so few sponsors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you talking about chris hansen has a new show yeah that's right he gives us money
1: (laughs) give us money (laughs) it's streaming money for all my chris hansen appearances
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why my face is blotted out in every episode i'm on the lamb baby um but what's really cool is the cleats and the bats. i mean Mm -hmm. uh bryce harper had the philly fanatic
1: bat it's pretty tight Bryson Stott had the pencil bat. That was so confusing. Seeing that, I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> big Wood. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> big Wood. I, that that pencil is so big. I'm afraid that someone would get lead poisoning. Very much so. There's no lead. It's graphite. No, oh, yeah. So, don't even worry about it. No, we don't need to worry about it. <laughs> God, I have to think about those kids. And I uh, it's afterwards, I think they too they do bring in one of the little league uh, pitchers to try and like close out an inning, and they just fucking shell it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's one of the kids make a wish to strike out Bryce Harper, and he's like, fuck
1: that. Full-on violent swing. (laughs) Flips the bat. it's like, well, looks like I can beat leukemia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Flips it off, walks off. (laughs) They, They made me miss Players Weekend. Do you remember that?
1: I really don't remember much about this
0: what it was like 2017 18 19 and then the pandy killed it it was a weekend where there were all different types of jerseys they had like a pullover that was really fun with like the little league like play ball stuff over here Yeah. and um the the big thing was they had their nicknames on the back oh yeah remember like Joey's okay, yeah. was who's i'm recalling this yeah and then you had the cool bats Mm -hmm. the cleats they need to bring back players weekend
1: yeah that's cool like anything to get like younger kids more excited about this Mm -hmm. like when you're competing with like i was just hanging out uh niece and nephew over the weekend and they each love the bangles don't really know much about the reds but i think like the bangles is like such more flash to it and things i think MLB starting to kind of get with the times about all this stuff and allow them to have like more uh, the players, uh, you know, accessibility with uh, fans in terms of like how they're able to advertise themselves. Because, I mean, stuff like this, this will get like uh, younger people watching games in the future.
0: Yeah, for sure. And they'll be like, oh, this is fun and different and unique. And, Absolutely. And it's not, you know, your grandpa's game.
1: No. And it
0: shows the personality of each one of these individuals, which how, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really get to see it a whole lot.
1: I see my nephew would do the, the gritty all the time. He loves it. He, it. It's an identifier thing, like with his favorite, you know, he loves Jamar Chase. And so they had those little things mm-hmm. which are identifiers and stuff for like, you know, kids like <clears throat> you have like a, a comedian who's got like, you know, an amazing joke and you just love that. It's something that you identify with them. Whereas a lot of times with baseball, it was just like this kind of like faceless
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember as a kid, like, Ken Griffey Jr. being so cool. Backwards hat, hit and jingers. Stood out. Stood out compared to, like, where now, like, yeah, like you said with the gritty, they let NFL players do more stuff. They wear specialty cleats and all that, that hop knob. If you had more of that in today's game, you would continue to constantly <clears throat> grow this thing and make it more exciting, and that's, just, that's something I marked
1: on the calendar that I remember forever. Mm-hmm and then uh we talked about this one other time too about like just thinking about uh doing the city connect jerseys and just thinking about how many fans were made like the week that uh around the time ellie de la cruz got caught up and had his cycle week and they had that Mm -hmm. you know was a 10 to 11 victory spencer steer had like a walk-off home run they're like wearing the friday you know the the black uniforms and had Mm -hmm. that new seat those are like different things oh yeah just you can build fandom around Yeah, I mean, CES on Friday
0: hitting the dinger, and he had his iconic City Connect moment.
1: How many memories are being built with these very visceral experiences? Yeah, I remember as a kid, too, like the uniform,
0: just the sleeveless with the black shirt, the red shirt, how cool that was, and different. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Anything to get more younger kids into the game. 100% what I'm saying. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. It's not about... It's not about what uh what Graham Ashcraft did this week. It's not about what Andrew Abbott did this week.
1: Mm-mm. It's
0: for the kids.
1: For the kids. But since I brought it up, mm-hmm.
0: we might as well talk about sure. it. Sure. Uh the Reds didn't have a great week. <clears throat> no. They uh, they split with the guards, and then they dropped two out of three to them. Stinky Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, uh, all very winnable games. Uh, some unfortunate outings by pitching and also a lack of offense showing up. Uh, some not yeah. great performances. No,
0: I but I am going to disagree with you on that last statement. Yeah. There, they would not have won Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, True. Was,
0: uh, that was rough. But... Um, Looking at it, I mean, you you start with Graham Ashcraft, lots of contact, lots of ground balls, lots of hits, three earned runs, two walks, two Ks, seven innings pitched, um, and he had 102 pitches. Mm-hmm. I mean, the seven innings is sexy. Yep. The three earned runs, not so sexy, two Ks makes
1: you shrivel up a little bit a bit but i am interested i do like to see that he's trending away from it because i think he's more of a a pitch to contact of uh, course oh yeah two is a little concerned agreed he was throwing his cutter all over the zone looking like
0: it was cutting in on on lefties which is good and then going away from righties looking at his strike zone plot and putting it all over the place slider Decent amount, so it was 64.7% on his cutter, 29.4% on his slider. What was willy, willy willy-scaly was 42.9% hard contact percentage. So that means Mm -hmm. 42.9%... Uh, his sliders were hit over 95
1: miles an hour. Yeah, and that's not typical stuff. Normally that's a, a pitch that so he's getting a lot more swings and misses or, mm-hmm. or ground balls from. Right,
0: and he just didn't have that that day. <clears throat> but overall, getting those seven innings was huge on Tuesday. Giving the pen a little bit more of a break, that's what you're going for. It's just you you'll lose a game 3-2.
1: to two. Yeah, that would happen. <laughs> you, you gave up three. You went seven. Uh, normally, with the, what this Reds offense is capable of, oh. if you could tell me you're going to give up three runs for you know a start, and make it mm-hmm. that deep, you know, I might take. Mm-hmm. That seems to be something very within our wheelhouse of you know taking home a W. I misspoke. They lost three to nothing. Three to nothing. Oh, you okay. See, you
0: can't win unless you uh, score.
1: Yeah, that would help.
0: That would help a lot, and that clearly did not happen.
1: On Tuesday,
0: but Abbott went in on Wednesday and five innings pitch, two earned runs, six hits, no walks. That's great. Mm-hmm. Five K's. His stuff wasn't all the way there that day. Uh, you could see that his fastball was a little high and outside of a little bit of the time. Like, normally you would never see his balls be that high.
1: <laughs> no, you would.
0: <laughs> come on now, come on now. You get uh, like, you, you, you. That is something he he hits those quadrants high and inside, high and outside, low and inside, and that and it didn't look like he was doing it as much. It was kind of dancing around.
1: Yeah, um, not really having his best stuff, but like Graham Ashcraft is battling and trying to you know uh, adjust on the fly within the game and figuring out like, hey, I don't have my best stuff today. How can I still manipulate this to uh, you know go deep enough in a, in a game here? Yeah,
0: and what was great was that the bullpen was f- very rested. Mm-hmm.
1: And were there, they were able to
0: come around and pull it out, which that's sometimes what's going to happen, especially when it's a guy who's making like his 10th major league start.
1: Yeah, they're getting a little uh, winded at this point. I know we've talked about that before. But yeah, so anytime you got to start going deep like that, that's huge. Yeah. Or being able to have like uh, the bullpen come in and uh, be able to help yeah 100
0: um what was very interesting was his change up i know he only threw it 11 times that was a 50 percent hard contact percentage his fastball though 49 times and it was a 40 percent hard contact percentage so his velocity was down a tick it was down uh 0.2 miles per hour mm-hmm. but you know you got out of there with the win learn about learn about what you need to do a little better and then you're going against. You're going to be in in Los Angeles of mm-hmm. Anaheim, playing the this Angels team that is not very good at baseball. No, Mike Trout's back though. That's a little scary. Mm-hmm. But he can get off to a slow start in a big ballpark. Who knows? He can own him, and he bounces back nicely.
1: Yeah, really hoping uh, that this game, these games that they have coming up here, they can uh, get at least two out of the three. Yeah. And then you got that
0: day off, and then you go, oh, oh, dude, I, I feel like a disservice without even bringing this. I mean, that would be three or four earned runs if it wasn't for TJ Friel mm-hmm. making that bananas catch
1: in center field. Oh, yeah. That was uh, absolutely wild. That was, that was definitely like a highlight reel situation for him, and it looked amazing.
0: Dude, I mean, it they, they, they
1: was so funny that they worked on that earlier in the day. Yeah, I was seeing uh, the replay of the first base coach just going wild, slapping like the bench, and then shouting something, but apparently they were working on that before the start of the game.
0: Yeah, and then like TJ comes in he's like, We fucking worked on that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but, no, they didn't do that. but they did work on it, and like he got some elevation
1: that I didn't know that guy, that guy had. Yeah, he's a pure athlete. That's pretty great. He absolutely snagged one, took it back. Really a nice looking uh, catch there. That photo the red social team got of him just holding up the ball, (laughs) like this. It was like, I got it!
0: It made me think of that that really, really old Louis C.K. joke, where he's like, I was walking, my hands were full, and I saw a friend across the street, and I wanted to wave. So all I could do was just go, I have a peach. Get a Peach in his hand.
1: I, I have, have a, a peach. peach. <laughs> so it's like just saying this whole time. He's like, I have the ball. I have the ball. It's kind of like a Sandlot moment too. Smalls. I got it. I got it. Oh, that's just that's just classic baseball. Mm-hmm. Just, and we saw them at uh, the CES game.
0: We did see them on Friday. Just just you know <clears> chucking <throat> up balls, talking about the Play Foundation, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice, really nice. And also, what was really nice and a pleasant
1: surprise, Brett Kennedy. Yeah, really needed that. Uh, he went. Uh, how many innings did he go? He went five. When did I start s-
0: screaming that they <clears throat> needed to take him out?
1: I think after two, because <laughs> you know, he got he, was, he got up in pitches. I think kind of early, yeah. Um, but he was still looking good, and it was an opportunity. I guess to go longer, although you know the bullpen had a fair amount of rest. They just kept rolling the dice and it kept working out i was in such shock yeah billy was pretty on edge there and let everyone know about it <laughs> yeah section 109 heard me yeah he was vocal i was quite vocal <laughs>
0: five pitch, no earned runs three hits a walk in two k's you can't ask for anything more from a guy you got off the trash heap three weeks ago.
1: No, it, w- it was amazing. Uh, got a lot of quick outs at times. Uh, you know, I, I think he had a bit of a long inning uh, initially. But, no, it, it was exactly what we needed.
0: Yeah, and you could see early on he, he was a little off. There was, you know, he was pitching a lot outside slash inside, depending on which side of the plate the batter was on. You could see, like, oh, boy, there were there was a, there's what? I would say there's 10 that got away from him there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... But he just had, like, a lot of uh, offerings and got a lot of pop-ups and stuff like that. Just uh, seemingly got out of, uh, some situations. Yeah. I mean, that is exactly what you want
0: from a spot starter. Yep. And that would be better than the person whose place he took. Thank God.
1: Yeah. No more uh, Luke Weaver. Uh- got DFA'd uh, and uh, released. Mm-mwah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Wish the best to him. Uh, Do been- you? I do, because he's still uh, a much better baseball player than what I am. It's just he got put in a situation because Reds management didn't do what they needed to do and provide us with a a, a fifth starter. Here's a question for you
0: Do you think he, Luis, say, said it and they offered him a spot in the bullpen? He said, Absolutely not. And then he decided to take his chances and see
1: if someone will claim him off waivers? Uh, Perhaps. I'm not quite sure if he's betting on himself. Or how he viewed himself as a pitcher. Yeah, but um, I honestly don't know anything about uh, Luke Weaver besides he's a dog shit pitcher for for the Reds. But uh,
0: <laughs> I digress. I would like to let you know that I would very rarely bet on myself that much.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I would at least hope I was better. You know, if I was betting on myself. Sure, I would just be I'm like, sorry, there's a the guy that's. Is accomplished so much more than that. Hey, you mm-hmm. know what? This is what we do here, buddy. I know. Come on, I'm looking <laughs> at your numbers. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm looking at these graphs <laughs> and these charts. Work harder. Figure it out. <laughs> but uh only, only hoping for the best for him. Which maybe he's the new spokesman for Meineke. Mm-hmm. He's like Meineke with Meineke, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh,
1: that's fucking Luke Weaver. Oh, because he travels back and down on
0: '71 so often. Hey. hey.
1: Boom, got him. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a great way to end that one Someone who has not been going up and down 71 Brandon Williamson had a, That was his first start So like in a couple of starts I want to say at least four or five starts Where it was just Boy howdy, five and two thirds, four earned runs Nine hits, a walk, and six Ks
1: mm-hmm.
0: he, I don't know man it, It's the Blue Jays They came a little bit alive in the ballpark yeah I think he's gonna be better served on this road trip he's gonna bounce back quickly um there is nothing here that I'm just like he he made a couple mistakes to some veteran hitters mm-hmm. and they took advantage of it
1: nothing stood out as awful um he got taken advantage of a little bit there they jumped on a uh, him a handful of times but he still keeps looking better and better um, I mean it was a, l- a little bit shaky at times but you got to give the blue Jays credit
0: yeah. And that's that is where I give it on on him 100% mm.
1: uh,
0: this is oh man this is where it gets heartbreaking yeah Sunday was rough
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck. And you were at that game too, so not only uh, did you watch this game, it was rough for me, and I was in air conditioning watching it off and on. You were baking like a rotisserie ki- <laughs> chicken, <laughs>
0: rotisserie kitchen, yeah, rotisserie kitchen. I was just spinning
1: around, yeah. Look at
0: all this food I have, <laughs> spices.
1: But Hunter Green came back and uh, didn't do so well, but like his no. defense initially uh, really booted it around for him, and just the, the whole—it's baseball. The vibe of the game got thrown off and. Immediately yep, and it didn't help that I mean you you got to see it up closer with some better
0: angles I on the other hand did not um, It looks like he was putting the ball where it needed to be as fastball high and inside and high and outside And then dropping his slider low, which is his strength mm-hmm. but Well, he he gave up some bombs. I mean, two to Brandon Bell that just looked like he knew they were coming. Was there anything that you saw because you texted
1: me? Do you think he was tipping a little bit? It seemed like they were not getting fooled by uh, his off-speed pitches, his slider uh, especially. And his fastball was being located really well. He was dominating the inside part of the plate, getting up underneath the hands, and then going back with the slider. But it seemed like they were not uh, deceived by it. So that's when I was texting. I'm not sure if they're getting tipped or something, uh, but it seemed like they weren't, uh, his pitches weren't effective against the Blue Jays for whatever reason, even though they, they look it on paper. Yeah, they looked.
0: And, and you know what? He'll bounce back and he'll come back and he'll throw six innings with 90 million strikeouts and he'll be fine. This could just be. A bad first outing back zero concern you know none but the concern that i have mm. is the bigger picture of three games back in the wild card oh yeah, yeah four yeah. and a half back and you're like well man this guy's just gonna need time time is the last
1: thing that this ball club has mm-hmm. going into this stretch yeah that's not an expensible commodity we have at this point Hunter Green, I, I will say his stuff uh, initially looked pretty good. Uh, it, he got uh, he had to throw a lot of pitches pretty quickly. Didn't have the greatest energy around him. So, I think the next start is going to come back. The uh, defense and offense going to pull for him. Hopefully, you know, in Anaheim, they're going to start a nice uh, winning streak here. So, I think he would start – would he start in
0: Arizona? Because they haven't announced who the... It's Williamson, mm. Abbott,
1: and then TBD. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is... <clears throat> I'm going to throw this game out. I'm not going to think about it. No. I felt like there was nothing to be concerned about. It was upsetting that the defense didn't show up when he was there. And I think that had an effect on the overall outcome. I agree. I mean, there was there was some plays by Ellie...
0: That I was like, why didn't you eat that and just hold it? There was a couple throws from short. There was that boot by McLean, which we are not used to seeing. Yeah. So I agree with you on that for sure, but it's just, and he will bounce back. It's just, you wish that he would have come back and then picked up right where he
1: left off against the Cubs. Yeah, and there were so many things uh that was happening in that moment in that game. The all-rookie infield, Hunter Green being back. We're in the playoff race. There was Novelli Marte making his first start. Yeah. There was a lot of tension. Uh, for that game, it was really hot.
0: It was so, dude. It was so hot. I I I was hungover, still sweating. Oh, uh, dude. My thought, dude. Seriously, feel the back of my knees. Oh, that's slick. It's slick. I'm telling you, I was sweating so much that my my calves were draining into my socks. It was disgusting. <laughs> so I can't even imagine going out there wearing a full uniform and hurling, and knowing that when it's that hot and humid, the balls just fly out of that ballpark.
1: Yeah, there some unfortunate... There was at least one home run that I don't think that would have been one, you know. Uh, no, no. It, it was just a, not a good day to be a pitcher.
0: No, I was in... I, when I was... Uh, we were in the same section as, as Friday, and mm-hmm. I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, that thing's going to die. That thing's going to... do oh, that thing's going to go into the bullpen. Like, there are a few that just clearly got a little bit more oomph than they normally would, but... Still, it's it sucks, and um, hopefully it bounces back on this road trip. No need for the—you know what? These guys bounced back. They needed a break. They got a break. And over that five-game stretch, this bullpen only gave up one
1: run. Yeah, that's great. I, I was checking that out uh, last night that Hunter Green, although he had the bad outing, Bullpen came in one run, one and then run. that was you know going back to a few other games, right? It's crazy, yeah. yeah. That's going back. That that was this whole week, the and that was Alex
0: Young giving up that one run. I mean, that's so incredible that it just it just reiterated the point of having some length out of your guys and getting days off. Mm-hmm. That this bullpen it was tired, and that it was it's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, Uh, like you said, goes to show you a little bit of rest goes along the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, you had the law firm and Alex Young um, throw eight innings, Mm -hmm. one run between them, and eight strikeouts. That's so awesome. And Fernando Cruz, dude, he's been on a roll lately, too. Two and a third, uh, one hit, one walk, three Ks. Yeah, he's been Mm -hmm.
1: looking really good, really comfortable.
0: Yeah. Fuck farmer back to his normal self it's just like awesome
1: so hopefully this additional day of rest they get really goes to kind of like pad the back end too
0: oh agreed and they canceled it early enough that they were just like no no need you guys just chill out
1: yeah just keep resting it's great it's great that they have that but i don't think it's good for the offense no they need to generate something uh the break uh did not go well for them offensively with the all-star break and they need to start getting some more stuff going here i mean we got some numbers to talk about yeah we do let's start with the biggest highlight of them all we were we were
0: shitting on tyler stevenson and it worked yeah he came back in four games 400 455 700 with a way to run creative plus of 205 with a homer basically four for ten for the week yeah if he just keeps doing that, that's really good. Yeah, just keep doing that, dude. <laughs> Hit it 400. Keep yeah. doing. <laughs> Please, just keep hitting 400.
1: Yeah, uh, and Tyler Mally. Uh Right now i do think he should be like the everyday catcher but tyler stevenson hitting this way is such a great thing to see because this is the player we you know expect him to be not obviously not going to be hitting 400 all the time but being at the plate and feeling like uh he's going to come out of there with a good at bat and potentially get on base yeah there were some times this week he was
0: getting the full counts and what he wasn't anxious he was he was using that skill set of his vision yeah and, and that's awesome, man. Like, that's the guy we expect to see, and that's the guy we expect to see back there for a couple more, for at least three to four more seasons, you know? Yeah. With the rest of this crew, you know, with with all of these young guys, and they're looking at him as basically, the, you know, their QB1. Yeah,
1: he wants to be there, and I think he has a lot to still prove.
0: He does, and this week was him getting back on the snide. Um, Maddie Ice bounced back a little bit, played back to where he normally does, which is 278, 381, 500 mm-hmm. with a homer. Awesome.
1: Yeah, that was, that's a huge part of the equation here is getting Matt McClain, that bat going. Yep. And CES,
0: 316, 381, 500 with a homer. Um, those are dudes that like, again, we always talk about small sample size theater, but if you can keep doing that and keep it, keep rolling that together... And especially with a guy like CS who's played in less than 30 games.
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and has pop. So, so much pop. Scatter that around the lineup, that's gonna win some ball games.
0: And what's not gonna win you ball games is 167, 286, 333, which was Ellie this week. Mm-hmm. So you get this on one side, and you look at those numbers and you go, oh god, with dude, with this is uh with a 33.3 strikeout rate strikeout percentage okay so you got this in one hand you're like man that fucking sucks and then you go over to this other hand and he hits a little league homer mhm and it's just the fastest guy on the face of the planet Easily the fastest guy in Cincinnati. Yeah, well, Well, um, we're pretty quick there. hasn't challenged us yet. I'll tell you what. I bet I have a quicker
1: uh, first three steps. We'll have to challenge him in a first three steps competition. Yeah, we got those legs all greasy in the back there. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'm ready to fly. No friction, baby.
0: (laughs) No friction, all
1: chafing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was bad to see. It looks like Ellie... uh, I mean, it doesn't it seem like he's making his mind up too soon whether or not he's gonna swing. There's sometimes it feels like he's just already and it's like he's so quick. And you see him just hone in like some of these off-speed pitches, and it's like it starts already out of the zone, but he can't hold back. And and if he can just figure out how to get on base with a walk, because a walk with him essentially is a double. So if he can figure out how to add that to his repertoire of being able to not swing at balls, have a mm-hmm. better plate discipline, understanding and recognition of pitches, and can get on base. That is going to just completely just throw other team's defense and pitching into disarray. That's what yep. happens. But one thing you're saying about him,
0: it's like uh, assuming it's automatically going to be a double because he'll steal second. That's also gotten him into some trouble too.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
0: would love for him to be a touch more selective. I get it, dude. Run wild. You're the you're you're the you're the gazelle. You're the cheat out there, baby. I get it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes gotta got reel it in. Yeah. Okay. Can't just can't just always walk out with your hog out. True. Can't just be free willian. You gotta be like, man. I'll get you in trouble. She'll say she's gotta say yes. Yes. <laughs> Wanda Franco. And um. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean that's just the balance that you have with this guy, and it's tough. But um, again, a guy who you know you've got him McLean. 10 homers 10 steals like how many other spencer steer how many other rookies have done that type of shit
1: yeah not it's, many. it's unreal yeah not uh, many ali's 21 i i fully believe uh these are just growing pains. they're
0: they're growing pains and they're painful
1: yeah right but, now we definitely feel it
0: but who isn't growing is our father joseph daniel Vado. 118 167 118 on the week
1: yeah, uh, pretty bad. Uh, it's upsetting to see, hopefully, because uh, he's been having like these pretty high highs and low lows this season, so hopefully, if we're going with what's been happening this year, he's about ready to go into uh, a big peak. Again. He's in a valley right now, maybe a peak. He's going out on the west coast. This seems like more of like his vibe out there, and he's getting a little bit more rest, I think, when he got a nice healthy rested joseph daniel vado you're gonna start seeing some home runs
0: yeah i agree and being like this could be my last go around
1: yeah these could this could be like his farewell tour there's a lot of these ballparks he's gonna be seeing for his last time so he wants to leave uh he's a showman he wants to leave the people with uh you know a nice thing to remember him by sure
0: absolutely He, he could be like i don't know nothing's guaranteed so True. Or he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to hit more home runs than that Shohei Ohtani kid.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. A <laughs> Shohei Ohtani home run and a Joseph Daniel Votto home run.
0: Oh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just, you know, rough week. And hopefully he bounces back and keeps on this pace of out-homering these other power hitters this year in the short amount of time that he's had, which is really cool. Yeah, it's and pretty it's, fun to see. And him, uh, listen to the Starkville that he was on on um, last season. Monday, it was a very good interview talking about his swing and I was constantly working on it So I feel like this is one of those weeks where he was trying to get more lift more elevation It wasn't happening and Maybe this week. This is where he figures it out. Spencer Steer will Benson TJ Hopkins Henry Ramos and Luke Malley were pedestrian nothing really to talk about there on that one. So That was your that was your baths for the week. Now Stuart Fairchild suffered a concussion. He's out. Speculation is Nick Senzel is going to be back up with this club. What do you think of that after he bitched
1: about uh, not getting enough playing time? Um, I think this could be a good thing because I'm not sure like what the clubhouse uh, feels towards Nick Senzel. However, someone getting uh, <clears throat> essentially fired from their position and then giving them an opportunity to come back. You're going to see something happen there. I'm not sure if it's going to be good or bad, but I think he's going to play with a bit more of a fire uh, to him. So I'm curious to see. Yeah, give him an opportunity. Let's see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we might have uh, Jake Fraley coming back here too. God. I don't want to jump around. I miss him so much. All yeah. of that
0: pop. Because you've had TJ Hopkins be t- be fine. He's he's not an everyday major league player. Yeah. We know that. He has filled his role adequately. Uh, Stuart Fairchild, Stuart fucking Fairchild,
1: but you need a little bit of a veteran and a got and some pop. Yeah, and he's been uh, doing great getting RBIs for the Reds coming from the left side of the plate. Uh, I think. Get his, getting his bat back in. like you just have like all these little bits of uh, juice that the Reds seem to keep getting. They feed off this energy and so hopefully that will be something that the Reds can build off of getting uh, you know another good bat back in the lineup. Yeah, you gotta have the OG Viking back, baby. Yeah, you do, dog. Yeah, you do. It's
0: time for the Don the Cape, Don mm. the Helmet, and hit us some dingers. Yeah. So he's got in his fourth piggy, mm-hmm. which we mark. We decided to mark it.
1: Shit. This little, this little pig went to pig market. market, this little oh, piggy stayed yeah, home, yeah. this little piggy had <laughs> roast beef, this little piggy had none. So the none. The none. None has the most, actually.
0: Correct. The most fractures. Right. Got it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great having him back. Um, it's just going to be a pain tolerance thing. If he can handle it, he'll be back. If he can't, then he's not back.
1: Yes, God's will working for him.
0: It's God's plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, if all goes well, God willing, my body can tolerate the pain. Don't fuck us, God.
1: Don't. Yeah. Hey.
0: Hey. If, if he can't, God's fault. Not mm-hmm. his fault. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Newman is out with a left oblique strain. They don't know. Maybe not expecting to miss too much time, but that puts you in a weird position because you got Novi Marte up here playing third every single day for the rest of the year. So then you only have so many bench spots. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know what you do. Uh, I don't know if how many options he has, but I would have to assume that's where he would be having to head.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I think barring like another injury, uh, he's going to be being sent back down. Yeah, let me take a look. I don't know if he... There's someone screaming right now, he's out of
0: options! He's out of options! <laughs> he's got three options. Okay. So, yeah, he can go back down. As much as it sucks, for him, that might have to be the plan um but yeah, Uh Ben Lively he threw 76 pitches, 49 strikes over 5 innings in his latest rehab start with Triple-A Louisville. He'll have to make one more rehab start before he's activated. So that's where you can also have your six-man rotation to give Abbott a little bit of a little a little, 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 little a little bit of a break.
1: Yeah, um I'd like to see Ben Lively get back up here. I think he's uh at times, you know, he has struggled, hasn't had the best Outings, but I think he's been a good contributor uh, and has been like a nice uh, addition to the Reds. I think he's gonna be good out of the bullpen, but yeah, he can still give a, a breather to some of the starters.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could be he could be in that situation as an opener, and then next thing you know, he's pitching well, and it just happens to be a Brett Kennedy situation.
1: Yeah, that could be a great thing having him uh, as an opener. That, I can see that working out well. Yep. Uh, Jonathan India felt an increase in pain
0: in his foot while running. He shut down and uh, from running in an RBI revealed more of a significant tear in his foot.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer.
0: Boom. Uh, He's going down under another MRI on the 24th. Be nice to have him back, but it's almost like, man, we're running out of spots for everybody. Now the future's here.
1: Yeah, the future is here. There's just like a finite amount of games here, and you're looking at everybody. People are getting hot and cold, mm. more so on the cold side. Really need people to start kicking the back up in a high gear. So yeah, at this point, it's just play who's hot. That's yeah. that's what I'm feeling.
0: Do you think? Uh, do you think that they brought Marte up and they said, "Oh yeah, 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 no, everyday third baseman." That they're basically saying, "Yeah, Jonathan
1: India is going to be done the rest of the year." I don't know. It's very very easy to think that because it would make sense. However, you could think that the timing is just coincidental. Yeah. But seeing now that this uh, has happened or they have at least announced it, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them for there to be, uh, you know, some other information that they had when they brought them up that we weren't privy to. Sure. You're absolutely right. We just don't know.
0: We'll see. What do you think? I... I think that he's toast, mm-hmm. and which really sucks because the plan is if he's toast and he's out the rest of the year, you know. You don't know with these muscles; they're tough, man. They could, mm-hmm. one day you could be feeling great, next day you could be feeling great, then all of a sudden you, something else just happened. It seized up, or something. It, just anything could have gone wrong, you know. This cat licked it wrong, and then he sn- tensed up in the middle of the night, and it's toast. Yeah, it could be. So I think this will probably. And what sucks the most is your hope. I was hoping he'd come back, contribute strong for the rest of the year, help lift these these guys back up, get into the playoffs. And then you go, look, look, you've got a ready-made very good second baseman that you can easily move. Now it just makes it even more difficult to move him. And it kind of makes me wish that they would have moved him in the teardown. I know it's yeah. looking back and that hindsight's bullshit,
1: but now, uh, <clears throat> you've talked about this before, so uh, I, I definitely will give you the benefit of the doubt because there is none, I've heard you talk about it before, that would have been, you know, peak value for Jonathan India, and even to, you know, the trade deadline would have made sense. But, yeah, now with him just being out and injured, it's just a question for other teams. We can't trade him now. We can't trade him at the beginning of the year next year. Uh, we won't get as much for him, so you're going to have to nurse him back, yeah. have him play a handful, you know, of weeks of, you know, competitive baseball to at least reestablish uh, his value. And yeah. So right now he's just uh, in this weird murky territory where there's he's not necessary on this team at this point, to be quite frank. You're right. You are. You are 100% correct. Not necessary,
0: and clearly not a part of the vision for the future yeah so what i mean yeah it just sucks because you know you're not gonna get what you thought you would get for him if he doesn't come back and play so and i know he wants to come back and play yeah he's a gamer i mean how the fuck do you shift everything around if anything you're gonna have to go up to him and be like look man you aren't playing second base
1: you are playing left field Mm -hmm. you're we're gonna put you where we can you're gonna come in and pinch hit but your glove is n- not helping this team
0: no and then where do you so then that, that it's just a whole thing it's just all of these dominoes falling where he comes back you look at McLean you go okay he goes he's, McLean stays a second and you look at him, you go okay well you can put him in left field then where does Spencer steer go mm-hmm where do you move Spencer steer you move Spencer steer to right field and where, where does Jake Fraley go when he comes back he, Jonathan, he doesn't play center field like you're running out of all these spots in such a good way that you also don't want to relegate him to the bench.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's not going to go for that, and then you're just mm-hmm. wasting someone that, you know, it it'd be selfish for us to keep him at that point as a bench player. He should go on to another team. Well, if you read more into uh, the statement of uh, Marte being the everyday third baseman, well, are they going to move Ellie? No. No, yeah, he's a shortstop matt mcclain no he's a far better you know fielder than india is are you gonna is he gonna play first i don't think so that's actually an interesting proposition they did have him taking some ground balls over
0: there one time yeah i mean then you have him split with ces and vado at that moment i yeah or Votto's gone next season, and then you split it between CES and India. I mean, that's not a crazy notion. It isn't.
1: Um, it's just one of those things. There's big things in the way that could potentially move. It's, uh, it's curious to see how it's going to you know, work out. Yeah. But uh,
0: I like him, and that's just, it sucks.
1: Yeah. But we've been trying to move him all year. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think this really interfered with their – well, interfered with some of the plans, uh, but I think it, it forced their hand, and I think they kind of like it.
0: They do like it, and what they could do is, you know, you could get some – I don't know what kind of young, controllable starter you could get, mm-hmm. but I do know that in 2021, that when the, when they, the Reds were trying to get a shortstop mm-hmm. and Willie Adamas became available, uh, the Rays asked for Jonathan India. Really? And I'm like, that's such an interesting trade because that's cutting off your nose to spite your face at that point in 21. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you're, you're, you can probably get – you're not going to get that top shelf controllable arm for just India.
1: No, not at this point. It's going to be uh, – there's too much uh, confusion. At this yeah.
0: this So, we'll just have to wait it out and uh, we, can, we can do our favorite thing at the end of the season. Speculate? Speculate. <laughs> it's gonna
1: well, be juicy and dirty.
0: Mm, I'm not gonna speculate about this one. Kirk Casali's not coming back. No. He's rehabbing um i don't know if he has options either
1: yeah at this point carrying three catchers is, is just infeasible it kind of was you know uh, a couple months ago but at this point there's nothing you can do no. you're not, not going to move out these uh your top prospects to just to carry a third catcher no.
0: and guess what kurt th- sorry bud dfa that's just what's going to happen i mean do you see that the cubs dfa tucker i heard about that i know yeah, interesting I know. It's almost like, you know, next year, you know, you got Luke Maley on a one-year, Kirk on a one-year, Tucker's gonna be available.
1: What do you wanna do?
0: Bring him, bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. with Tucker barn farts. Bring back bumper fart cart. <laughs> Start this campaign right the fuck now.
1: Ah, Come on. Bring I don't him. need that underbite. But. I do,
0: baby. <laughs> bring back Tucker. Talk, oh dude here i see it now barnhart 2024. i'm starting the campaign okay done all right i want him to come back so god
1: damn <laughs> uh, he's a nice fellow
0: well i mean it's not even just that he's a nice fella i mean he's a gold glove winning catcher for a reason
1: yeah he really is he's got and two it, of them and thinking about how we've had some uh conversations about the lack of good catching uh and just thinking now about man Tucker was a lot better at framing than her current
0: mm-hmm.
1: guard. so what I'm
0: saying is that's some veteran leadership mm-hmm. that can frame who has the hardware to be like hey you know I can come in and help out a little bit another shot in the arm just saying it just saying just throwing it out there Barnhart 2024 mm-hmm. uh, TJ Antone 2023 their steadiest rehab assignment don't want to rush it into rush into anything it'll be nice to have his arm back but at the meantime, we don't want him to come back and then immediately get hurt. So he's just being precautious. Yeah. That's fine. And Justin Dunn uh, recorded four outs in the second rehab performance in Arizona. Um, who knows what's going to happen there? Yep. I have no idea. Um, Vladdy G has uh, tricep pain. Bummer so they're just going to take more precautions he's going to be bullpen this year and they said they're going to stretch him back out and have him return to the starting rotation in 2024 but at that point you're looking at how many spots there are who's coming up where does he fit doesn't sound like if it's me i'm not putting him back in the rotation in 2024.
1: No, he sounds like he's going to be like a trade piece or a bullpen guy. And I'd like to see him uh, as a bullpen dude. He seemed to have very good confidence. He didn't seem to be phased that much when he was throwing uh, up with the Reds. So, yeah, hopefully we get this arm healthy again because regardless if he's going to be uh, with us or another team, he's going to be valuable to the Reds. Agreed.
0: And... Someone that is going to come back and is immediately going to go into the rotation is Nick Lodolo. Mm. His last start, not so hot. Two and a third, three hits, two earned runs, three walks, three Ks. Um, not good. Not good at all. Little scary.
1: <laughs> got into a jam, got out of the jam, got into another jam. Yeah, he also strikes me as a guy that could just – he's enough of an athlete to where he can just click it on. Um, And I know that's, like, a big thing to say for, like, a starting pitcher coming off, you know, of a Mm -hmm. long, you know, rehab stint. But uh, I think he's going to shape back into his true form, you know, it might take him to start, like, Hunter Green – you know, hopefully Hunter Green, you know, his next start's gonna be going well. But I think, yeah, I think Nicola Dolo is gonna come back strong. Maybe take one start, second one, I think it's gonna be good to go. Yeah, I, I hope dude, I hope so too.
0: I'm just gun shy. Yeah, like after the after, you know, the last time.
1: Yeah, and every game here is extremely valuable. We got what thirty eight? Something like that. Something like that. I'm not good with
0: that quick of math, but what I do know. Is you've got three games in two days against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim mm-hmm. and then you've got four at Arizona and three at San Francisco and this is that giant stretch to go in and be like all right can we keep up with everyone else in the wild card we are a game back or are we gonna start to fail a little bit coming out of the dog days of August and into the chase in September this is how you fucking solidify and you close out a month, and it is. This is a lot of the seasons hanging on, into the balance with this West Coast
1: road trip, critical stretch, and yeah, like you said, it is a giant clusterfuck for the wild card position right now. Milwaukee seems to keep winning. Uh, uh, we are two games back, I think, from the Cubs at this point. Yeah. Something around there so yeah still potential for us to uh win the division but these are such critical games you know we've looked at a nice august you know to start off and we we did not win series we should have so this is something we really need to uh pick up ground because we need to separate ourselves from all these teams here yep we got to get on a roll because i mean
0: september again is easier but at the same time nothing's easy anymore it seems Um, I'm pulling it up here the Reds are yeah they're four back of Milwaukee two and a half of the Cubs and wild card do 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 one game back but you've got Arizona and Miami you control your own destiny with Arizona and you drop the ball against Miami at home and then you've got San Francisco right in front
1: of you by a game. You control, you have so much ground you can gain here. This is one of the uh, I mean the next like 2 weeks here of baseball are have so much meaning to them. Yeah. Claw your way above some teams that are ahead of you for a playoff spot. Yep. Get Let's it. see what happens.
0: Get it. Let's go. I get it. I get it. We're young, but guess what? We're in it. We're hungry. We're ready for playoff baseball in Cincinnati. It was yes. I mean Again, it is pretty wild at the beginning of this year. We, I said the Reds would win 69 games. I was thinking about that. I said 68 and just thinking about, look, we're there. Right? We're and there. We're 64. We're there. Yeah. We're crazy. there. We're there. And we're talking about how they're being competitive going from August to September. I didn't ever really think this would happen, but here we are. And I'm thankful for that. But at the same time, fucking let's win some goddamn games and get into the
1: playoffs. Let's be smart, let's be competitive, let's get it on a roll. Let's do it.
0: Let's make it happen. And now, let's round third and head for home. What you got this week?
1: I will be at the, uh, it's a new place in Dayton, Kentucky, the Commonwealth Sanctuary. That's awesome. I will be there with uh, some other funny comedians. David Brooks is going to be there out of uh, Indianapolis. Super funny dude. Mm-hmm. I will be at a show that you can't talk about, but I'm not. Sh- oh, yeah. Don't tell. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sunday. Sunday. Somewhere. Yeah. Follow Chris's Instagram if you want to go see it. Tuesday. Tomorrow. When this comes out, I will be at Go Bananas Comedy Club uh, for the Funniest Person in Cincinnati contest.
1: Uh, Come on out. Shows at 7.30. Be there vote for me those are great shows They're uh, fun. go bananas uh, that contest has a lot of funny comics uh, come out to it and they normally pack out the uh, the showroom so yep. yeah go it'll, check it out it'll definitely be fun so come do that tuesday uh but most importantly i think we have something
0: september 2nd at like one thirty in the afternoon yeah i believe so <gasps> oh my god the live recording of the new nasty boys oh my goodness and you guys can come and check that out you can come you can come be there. Binsky's Bar in Camp Washington. 1.30 with a part of the San Ranto podcast. Danny Rocket will be there. It's going to be a real blast. We'll be giving away in the clutch gift cards. Got confirmation on that today. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing Sky Rosa Malort Luges. And there's this thing called a Chicago Handshake. Have you heard of it? Tell me about it. Chicago Handshake. It's a thing of old style can old style shot of malort seven dollars you know what i came up with what's that the cincinnati hand job. tell me about it it is a pour of Hootie delight and a shot of old crow whiskey for seven bucks and you get an open palm punch in the face <laughs> so come on out it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a reds cubs combo podcast for your labor day weekend skip the grill come have a sky rose illusion malort <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's what we got going on. Um, thank you in the Clutch. They get all your coolest and the best MLBPA shirts. Use the promo code Nasty Boys, all caps. Ten percent off. Um, thank you to Sports Drink for existing. Uh, Shout-outs to Andrew Salm again on Winning Time on HBO. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and thanks for thanks for doing this again. You know, as time. always. You know.
1: Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. Our,
0: yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming.
0: Hey, and thank you for watching, listening, jacking it, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And as always, go red legs.
1: Go red legs.